Welcome to the Dog Training Tips Podcast with your host, creator of the Dogmanship Training Academy, Heidi Hamilton. Hello, welcome back. Today I'm coming to you with some travel sickness tips. This one hits close to home because I experienced this with my Rottweiler Savvy. Savvy didn't really have the greatest start to life before we got her and she'd experienced quite a lot of travel and it it hadn't really been pleasant for her. The day I picked her up, I put her in the car, she was panting and shaking, didn't want to get in. Um, she actually filled my entire centre console in my car with vomit on the way home. Um, the poor little thing was not enjoying it at all. Now she absolutely loves the car, loves car ride. She's the first to jump in the car, so let's get into it. So there are a couple of reasons that they might get travel sickness. The first one is anxiety. They just become so stressed out, it causes them to feel ill. And then there's true motion sickness where they're not stressed about the car. It's actually the motion. And I feel this because this is me. I get awful travel sickness and I hate going on boats and buses for this reason. So there are two, those two things can sort of feed into each other. Sometimes the anxiety causes the sickness and sometimes the sickness causes the anxiety. So for me, the thought of being on a bus for a long time makes me feel sick, for example. So travel sickness is so common with dogs and it starts because our dog's first experiences in the car aren't often the greatest or the most positive. They're often to the vet for their first shots or immunizations, or it's when they're taken away from their mum and litter mates and everything that was familiar to them. So it's no wonder that they don't really enjoy the idea of car trips. So the first thing to do is just start making the car a really good and positive place to be. So you can start by doing this just in your driveway with the car off, the engines off, and you can do things like give them their dinner in the car, sit in the back seat and have a bit of a, a, you know, a cuddle and a belly rub if that's what your dog is into. If your dog doesn't like those things, whatever your dog loves, put them in the back of the car and do that thing. So we want to be getting them in and out frequently for rewarding things, right? Make it enjoyable. Then we do that same thing with the car running. So leave it in the driveway, just get them in and give them their dinner with the car running. We're creating a positive association with the car and we're also helping them get in and out of the car independently. Now, the next step is to do short trips frequently. And this is really important that end in something good. So for example, a two minute drive down the street to a park where they can go for a little bit of a walk around or a two minute drive or three minute drive to a friend's house and they have a bit of a play. Places sort of no more than five or 10 minutes away. It can even just be go down the street to a different nature strip, get them out and let them have a little bit of a sniff and go home. The idea is that car trips start to equal good things for them. So we're overriding any bad experiences they're having by giving them loads of short trips that end in good experiences. So they start to go, getting in the car is good and the car moving means we're getting somewhere good. It's also... um when we do these short trips, it's not really long enough for majority of dogs to actually get motion sickness. So we're just going down the street, 
short trips, they're probably not going to actually have motion sickness during that time. So we can create some positives and work on the anxiety. Now in the car, you want to make sure that they're secure with either a seatbelt or crate. You don't want them to sort of feel like they're, they're flopping around or they don't have anything holding them in. Make sure they're comfortable with that equipment outside of the car before you use it inside of the car. So if you're using a crate or a seatbelt, get them comfortable with that at home outside the car first and then take them in the car with that equipment. Um, keep the car really cold and have fresh air coming in. So turn your heaters off, rug up before you go, um, put your air con on or have your windows down a bit, keep them up high. So they don't have to be like on anything raised. They can just be on the seat or in the back. Um, but don't put them in the footwell or under anything cause that can help make them feel a little bit more unwell. Now, make sure that you are being calm and confident. So it's okay to reassure them, but we want to make sure it's in an upbeat way. So saying things like, oh, you poor baby, it's okay. You don't need to feel sick. That makes you appear worried and stressed. If you say that out loud to yourself now, you're going to notice that your shoulders drop and your face changes, your body language completely shifts. Whereas you, if you say, isn't this fun? We're all good. Let's go for a drive. It completely changes your body language, the tone, and it's going to change the way your dog perceives that communication. They're seeing you as this leadership position. And when you're going, everything's fine. We're all good. This is going to be great. They can ha- it can help them feel that way too. Lastly, you can use travel sickness medication. So there are natural alternatives out there, such as ginger, and you can talk to a naturopath, or your vet can prescribe you some travel sickness medication. So this can help them gain confidence because they won't feel sick while you work on the anxiety. It's hard to address the anxiety if they're feeling unwell at the same time because they've got no reason to believe you if they're feeling unwell, right? So you can often use the the medication as a tool to aid the process so that they have really positive car experiences and we can address the anxiety. You can often then wean them off it. Um, So with Savvy, we use this for her first substantial trip. So when we sort of um, like we went to our parents' house, which is like 40 minutes away, things like that, we used it for her first longer trip. So we did loads of short trips first. When she was really confident, happy with that a little bit further. When we went on a decent trip, we gave her that so that she wouldn't feel unwell physically and that we could build her confidence up that way. We probably only had to use it about five times, but every dog is going to be different. Now, last year, we actually traveled Australia in our caravan with kids and dogs in tow. um, And we did that for a full year. So she did heaps of car travel, like there were six hour days and that sort of thing. Not, Not all the time, but occasionally we had really long travel days. And she did so well, no issues. She just chilled out of the back, slept, relaxed. We had breaks, all of that sort of stuff. And she was really great. She loves her car rides. Now, every dog is different, obviously. That's not going to be the case for every single dog. But I hope that my story can give you a bit of hope if you're dealing with this at the moment. And it can give you some actionable things that you can go and do. Now, what we don't want to do in this process is go too fast too soon. So do lots of short trips and avoid where possible any long trips at the start when you're working on this. If your dog is currently already dealing with travel sickness, start by just avoiding those longer trips and just focusing on those shorter trips at the start. 
So I hope that's helped somebody today. If you'd like to learn more about training with me, you can head to dogmanshiptraining.com forward slash free and grab your freebie there. Or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube as Dogmanship Training. Happy training, guys. Bye.